Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi there and welcome back. Uh, my name is Sheldon McLeod. This is Thinking Out Loud. And uh, here on the Saltwire Network, it's my opportunity to talk to you about stories that are in the news and to uh, make connections with people who are uh, newsmakers and who have stories to share with you. And um, I've mentioned before as a parent, uh, you know, it's one of the greatest jobs in your life. There's so much joy and, and, and responsibility. And I know that uh, there's someone in the um, political sphere who is uh, talking about well, being a young parent and being at the Legislative Assembly. In fact, uh, this is a rare summer uh, sitting, and mostly it's to, well, talk about uh, the pay hike that was recommended by a committee, a legislative committee that has made this binding recommendation. The Premier says, well, it's not much of an appetite for folks to right now accept a pay hike uh, for their elected representatives. And I can see that being uh, an issue. Uh, but there's also that report that was released, and I have a copy of it on the screen here and one of the things that struck me was that it, it was not just about salaries in fact if you look the average age of mlas in the house it's more my age 49 and yes like me most are men and to have some well, accommodations for family challenges that's in that report and i know the premier said it'll be something that's on the table to discuss will well, is it necessarily going to be Today, though, uh, if the opposition parties have their way, it will. Kendra Coombs, as I had shown the, the screen earlier, is the member of the Legislative Assembly from uh, Cape Breton Center, Whitney Pier. And she's a new Democrat. She's joining us from Scotchtown. Kendra, uh, congratulations on your, your growing family. Thank you so much. We are so happy. The news release from the NDP said uh, there was a vote to see if you could appear via this method, you know, the what we're doing right now, and that it was voted down. Just to clarify this, because this is ahead of uh, the sitting, which starts at 2 o'clock. That was a poll that was to accommodate you specifically because of your medical condition after giving birth via C-section. There's recovery. That's what we were talking about? That's what Absolutely. the news release was talking about? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. That was exactly it. So there is a possibility at two o'clock this afternoon, someone in the House may make a motion that comes to the floor that gets passed that says you can join. So you might very well be able to join. Is that I could be. Hopefully there's a change of heart somewhere along the way that I'll be able to join. And do what, is, what is your thought, though, on this this report that does address your situation, not you specifically, but this idea that we need to get younger people, people with you know, families, young families more invested in the political system. How does that sit with you? I mean, we need to see more. We want to see and we need to see more diverse uh, people and background with diverse backgrounds and life experiences. And one of the ways to do that is to provide um, a for a way for that to happen with whether childcare and other barriers that affect people that want to go into the legislature. And I think it's a great way of moving forward and getting more more young people involved, more people seeing themselves reflected because the only 
the reason why many people get involved is because they see themselves reflected, right? Or they want to see themselves reflected. And this is a way to help with those barriers. Hmm. You're not at all unfamiliar with politics, a municipal councillor. My understanding was uh, your first child was born while you were a municipal councillor. Can you kind of describe the difference between how it feels then compared to now? Then uh, was, you know, um, Sydney's not far. It was a 15 minute drive. And so I could have, you know, during that time where I wasn't able to drive, I had somebody who could drive me um, drive me there. And, uh, it was, a, it was, we sat in the summer once a month. So I would, I took my, I took my youngest daughter with me because it wasn't going to be a strenuous, uh, meetings. They were very, um, easygoing meetings, uh, just a lot of housekeeping during that time. So I was able to take my child and then in the evening meetings, my partner would be home to, to watch her. And so that's what we did. It wasn't like, it's, it wasn't a five hour drive to Halifax. Right. You know, and 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 dealing with all of that. And I'm curious if you feel that there is a, a desire to, you know, address some of those issues raised by this committee through that report to look at things like providing childcare or or even accommodations. Sounds like the the refusal might have been because no one there may not be an appetite to push this through. That there may be some other issues that people want to talk about, so that to get in and get out might be the premier's plan, but not necessarily the plan of the two new opposition leaders, including your new leader, Claudia Chender. Well, it's not my plan either. I I want to do. I I I think if we're going to have an emergency session, we should talk about the real emergencies that are happening: healthcare, housing. Um, cost of living. I'm hearing it from my constituents every day. People who can't afford to live in their homes anymore. People who are concerned about putting food on their table. People who are concerned about paying their bills. This is These are the real crises that are happening. These are the real emergencies that we need to be discussing. And to have an emergency session that just deals with one issue, uh, which is fairly low on, fairly low on the, the scale of emergencies, um, I think really does uh is really disingenuous to the real crises that are happening in our in our province and to the our and to the into nova scotians and we need to deal with them and if we need to stay in this session for to deal with those we should stay in the session to deal with those uh, you hold the distinction of being the only MLA who was sworn in virtually, and we talked about that at the time. And this report came out and said, well, based on uh, the numbers, based on you know a 10, 12 year freeze on pay, the, the eleven thousand dollars in additional. Uh, compensation makes sense, uh, pushing the salary up towards $100,000. And for a lot of people, perhaps that you've just referred to or struggling to keep the gas tank filled and the cupboards full or saying, you know, 89000 that's a lot. 100000 is a lot. Is there any case to be made that $100,000 will open it up to give more people, uh, more diverse candidates, the opportunity to even consider politics, given that if you lose, uh, you're out of a job and you have to start your, well, in some cases, restart your career or find another one. I mean, that's always been an argument. But right now, um, as you've just said, with the cost of living um, and or lack, the, you know, the, the real crisis there, there, you know, we we're going to we support legislation that will that will block the pay as of right now because of the cost of living that people the crisis that people are facing. So there's no question that MLAs are pretty much of agreeance that, you know, the money is fine right now, that if people are struggling, you guys can get by with that. Uh, and, you know, as far as uh, being a political issue, 
what do you say to that when people say this is this is partisan politics? This is a political move. Uh, with regards to the new remuneration? Yeah, just to to call the house back for the summer to just vote down the salary. I mean, it's I I think it like I said, it's not a real it's not a real emergency. It's not a real crisis. So we should be dealing with the real crisis. Um, and that's kind of what I have to say to that. It's let's just deal with the real stuff that's happening from that is concerning Nova Scotians and that we need to deal with as a province and as a government in, in its full capacity. Uh, mm. That's what I have to say to that. I just, yeah. Do, do you find, do people comment to you about your pay, about the, the MLA's salaries, the MLA's pensions, the, the remuneration? No. I haven't really received too much of it. Um, it always, you know, it always comes up uh, in some form or another or sometimes, but it's not really um, top of people's minds because they're too busy trying to figure out how they're putting food on their table, hmm. keep a roof over their heads, get health care. When uh, this session happens, and if in fact you are, uh, you know, able to join virtually, what what will you say? Do you have any thoughts about what might be your contribution to this conversation? Just not just to this issue over salary, but also about you know making it easier for folks who have young families to participate. Well, the only thing I'll say with the salary wise is that you know it, the McNeil government. This is this is a legacy of the McNeil government of keeping a freeze on things or stopping um, this remuneration as a panel from happening. Um, and now we're dealing with it here and now um, because it did go because the panel was able to to, to convene. As for what I'll be discussing in the legislature, my my topics are going to be that of let's talk about cost of living, let's talk about a living wage, let's talk healthcare and a real plan with targets, let's talk uh, housing and a real plan for housing and public and cooperative housing as well as uh, nonprofit housing. Those are, those are the big issues in my community. Those are the big issues I'm be taking with me. And, and I think those are big issues right across the province, right across the country. And when folks say that opposition is only opposing what government wants to do, that they aren't offering solutions, do you have, as a as an MLA, do you have thoughts on solutions? I mean, we've had several of those. We have, and I'll say this for for, uh, for starters: I always say there's honor in being the opposition because we are holding government to account of not only their promises and what they've said that they're going to do, but also holding account in how they're and how they are spending money. And so we've offered solutions in healthcare with regards to allowing physician assistants to use the full scope of their practice, pharmacists use the full scope, all healthcare professionals use the full scope of their practices, as well as doing exit interviews with those who are leaving the healthcare profession and leaving Nova Scotia so that we can understand why they're leaving so that we can try, try to fix those problems because you can't fix what you don't know uh, of the reasons. Housing, we've offered several solutions to housing in, in, in form of bills as well. And that includes more government spending into housing, more government building of housing, as well as more nonprofit, allowing for more, more nonprofits as well as cooperative. Um, and and healthcare, we've done the same thing. Yeah, healthcare would, and cost of living, we've, we've said, let's raise the minimum wage. It needs to be raised to to a living wage of now, now the Canadian Center for Policy Alternatives of Nova Scotia have said that it has got to be over, about over twenty-one dollars an hour. We've called on we called on fifteen dollars for a minimum wage years ago, and now we're saying that that's not enough, and because you, there was no there was no action, we now need to go to twenty-one. And we have talked about having better-paying jobs here in Nova Scotia. Um, 
So we've offered many, many solutions to these problems. It's waiting for them to be first for them to be used. Well, Kendra Coombs, I wish you nothing but the best as uh, mm-hmm. you are in your postpartum recovery and acutely postpartum, I think was a phrase that one reporter used that was uh, quite endearing. Uh, you are the representative for Cape Breton Centre, Whitney Pier, member of the New Democratic Party in Nova Scotia. Thanks again for this, and we'll wait to see what happens later today. Thank you. I appreciate it. Have a good day. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.